you don't know when it's going to be a Billy Joel friendly space. And I uh, am the child of uh, a Long Island mom. And my first concert in person was uh, Billy Joel Stormfront Tour 1990 live at Yankee Stadium. Um, Amazing. Foul poles rocking back and forth in the old joint as he sang, uh, you know, the particularly loud songs. Um, I don't know if that was the genesis of like when Piano Man would cut out and like, or like when he would stop. Um, but like you watch that concert video tour, like it, it happens there and it's, it's fucking amazing. Um, amazing. There was actually a, a really good tweet about Billy Joel earlier and I will, uh, I will endeavor to find it as I start the show for real because, uh, this is the sound. Oh, that was a of, good one. That was a good one. That was a great one. Yeah. Yeah. It's the sound of just a regular Arizona. Ginseng and honey, green tea, classic, green can, pink blossoms. Love to see it. This is the Arizona F1 uh, Performance Energy Racing Team <laughs> podcast. So, uh, hell yeah, baby! I didn't get the performance energy today, but it's uh, you know it's a green tea evening. I want to drink that uh, that stuff late night. I'm Jesse from the internet. Um, Addy is here from the internet. Addy, how are you? You know, I'm great. And I have only one thing to say. Perfect music to welcome in Brittany. <laughs> that theme song has no business going that hard. I completely agree. It's crazy. And then they all like, I mean, okay, I'll let Britt introduce herself. If we start talking, we're not going to stop. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I've got nothing other than I'm, punch drunk i'm so jet lagged right now um so this is gonna be fun okay uh you and Matt, because let's let's just get this out of the way we are um nominally metsy in some way uh but let's uh dispense with that today because the mets sure are dispensing with it uh this is from <laughs> anthony to tonight as we uh record this podcast the mets are playing the rays right now uh, Anthony DeCombo tweets uh, with a big image of this, and I'm sure that you've seen this by now. Adding insult to tonight's proceedings, the City Field video board briefly just shut off during an at-bat, causing a momentary stoppage in play. When it turned back on, it displayed a massive Rays logo. Fans booed. Then Jose Siri yeah. hit another homer. Rays 7 top, that's 1 top 6. Yeah... Well, in the time that that tweet has been sent out, Pete Alonso hit a home run, which is just like pure Mets. You know, it's like they suck. They suck so fucking much. It is yeah. hard to watch. And I've watched a lot of bad Mets, you know. Um, I did see them in D.C. over the weekend, and and it was nice. It was a good th- moment to be like, oh, I love them. It's still fun to like see them in person and – you know, even the rain delay, which was horrible, like was I hung out with my parents. We sat in the rain like it was nice. I love baseball. But I have to say, I do think part of my conversion to F1 <laughs> is that I need somewhere to put this energy. Like I cannot be giving this to the Mets when they're not giving me anything back. Like I will always love them. I will always turn like I'll always turn the game on for at least a little bit. But 
I have made the you know wise, smart choice to put some of this energy in a tried, true, tested franchise known as Ferrari. So nothing is going to go wrong. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, I, uh, so sexy, you know. I I was right there with you and thinking like this. That's a perfect way to describe what's going on with the Mets. Um, they are just not engaging this season in the same way that they were last year. And I think I I can hearken back. I'm not worried about it. I think either in part, and I'm not worried about it in general because I I'm giving myself the freedom to not be fucking tortured over the Mets being garbage. Like that's their problem right now. I have so much else. Yeah. I'm like, sounds like a personal problem. Like I've, I don't know. I do think part of this is that I kind of think that this can't last. And these are famous last words, right? Like obviously, but I am like, it's fucking May. Like, you know, there's time for them to have better moments and I'm willing to be open to that. But they are, you know, that meme that's like, yes, girl, you're giving me nothing. Like, that's how <laughs> it feels to turn on the Mets every night, you know? And we'll Mark Hanna came out this afternoon and, and bless him, was like, we need to play we, we need to play baseball better. We need to play a better brand of baseball. Um, and then they go out and just, uh, so whatever. Uh, let's talk about our race boys. Wait, Britt Brit Brit was going to say something about baseball, so I guess we can allow it. No, it was not actually about baseball. Um, what I was going to say <laughs> is, that, is that that is the important distinction with Ferrari, because Ferrari will make you miserable, but they will find new and creative ways to do it every time. And you know they're, what? They, they are, are giving masters. Me, they are giving me so much. Like, oh, let's just start there. Everything. They will they give you everything. So let's, much. Let's, uh, let, let's get into this and and I think this will help guide us because we have and you guys in particular have so much to talk about. I'm I'm glad that I have um I've stayed less obsessed and more just like I am enjoying this and I am enjoying your obsession very much. <laughs> um, I don't need to develop my own right now cuz you're doing such a good job like being obsessed with this and like throwing me into stuff. Thank you. So, I'm working really hard, Jesse. I'm working really hard. I've been walking around for like two weeks being like any f1 fans here do we have any f1 fans here and everyone's just like looking at me like dead in the fucking eyes i'm like texting my cousins i haven't talked to in years i'm like i saw you like a lewis hamilton post (laughs) i was i was absolutely doing that in bali i was with a group of like a lot a lot of brits there's a german dutch italian like lots of all europeans other than me and like two other people um, and I was definitely like hoping that somebody would no, no, I got nothing. I got nothing. I was really hoping with it's that many years. It's hard out I would, there. I would hit gold, and no, uh, for sure. I have, my family. I have converted. I will say, like Drive to Survive. I've I've been watching, and my dad <laughs> just my dad, God love him, will not shut up about Welcome to Wrexham. So I. <laughs> It's similar I, energy. <laughs> yes. So I started watching Drive to Survive and I was like, oh my God, I know exactly who I can convert with this shit. And it worked like a charm. So I have yeah. got my family in on it and that's helping. Um, 
but yeah, like I, uh, Brit, I'm sorry. You have been living this life for, for some time. And it was like you left the country and something came online. I was like, oh my God, there's a hole that I have to fill immediately. And I, I, I'm so glad you're back. <laughs> okay. So with, with Brit's help, we have, and, and with Addie's help, we have, uh, a game to play tonight, and it's a game that I'm calling On the Grid, because it is F1, and it is Beautiful. Instagram. Uh, Beautiful! Here is the way that this game will work, and this will help guide us through talking about all of your various fav- favorites. Um, <clears throat> I have selected some photos from Instagram that are uh, tied to other sports from your favorite F1 drivers. Um, oh my god, yes. Oh my god, yes. Your, your task will be by the the words of their post and perhaps some other clues along the way. Uh, there are other clues that I can give. Um, you guess which driver it is who posted these. Yes! Uh, so we will start with, uh, this is a post with one, two, three, four, five photos the primary photo is just this driver uh in a new york yankees jersey that is unbuttoned over an armani we both t-shirt. already know we both already know he exactly what this is himself and he says thanks for having me at yankees american flag emoji time to go home and prepare for the next race italian flag emoji heart emoji should uh, we say it in unison yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah this yeah. this is this is Charles Leclerc throwing out the first pitch at a Yankees game. Yeah. I have also, this, this, this post contains a photo uh, that is like my reason for living now of Charles Leclerc talking to Garrett Cole. Like I just, it, it pains me that I was not there to witness that conversation, but it, it gives me a reason to keep going knowing that it happened and we have photographic evidence. You know, Britt, I I cannot even begin to express the way that I felt when I opened Instagram and I was like, Charles Leclerc throwing out the first pitch at a New York baseball stadium. And then I was like, God fucking damn it. And then you know what? My next thought was the Mets don't even deserve him. Like the Mets don't even deserve this. And and the other thing is, honestly, for the for the aesthetic, it has to be the Yankees. The Armani t-shirt, the fact that it's him. Like it has to be the Yankees. And I've I've come to peace with that. It's it's beautiful <laughs> for him. And and I love the crossover and I want like my friend showed me this week that there's like a a brand that makes baseball jerseys of the F1 teams. Are are you guys familiar with this? I need one. Yeah, they're um the the F one merch universe is uh, deep and varied and heinously expensive. Every bit of it. Oh, so I have begun to discover after I bought a forty five dollar fucking Ferrari hat this week, uh, and it's my most prized possession. Right. Um, Yeah, no, it's, yeah, I, have I multiple like hundred plus dollar track jackets because I'm a fucking crazy person. Because you live your life right. That's what that's what it is. <laughs> the uh, yeah, hats. Well, it's pen.com, only twenty five dollars. Uh, far, we'll, we'll 
not put Ferrari on there because I don't want to copyright infringement. But uh, save your money and but, fund this uh, show. But I, I do feel like we're we're about thirty seconds away from some insane F one merch appearing on oh, the yeah. site. It's, it's <laughs> approaching. I mean, like, look at the direction that we generally take. Can uh, we make a Can we make a shirt that says it was that 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 says just an incident? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! It just oh. it was just an incident. It was just a racing incident. incident. Just... <laughs> oh my God! I don't see why not. Uh, let's. Uh... Let's move on to our next no, uh, our next driver here. Uh, this driver has posted. Uh, it's a picture of him with another pro athlete, with uh, Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen, and he posts oh. "subtle <laughs> fan at Josh Allen QB." And there is a photo of him with Josh Allen. Then there is a photo of him on the sideline, uh, holding a giant cutout of Josh Allen's head. I don't. Yeah, I feel like I heard about this, but couldn't remember who it was. Uh, it is indeed, and I will just uh, I'll I'll put these in the uh, first. I'll, well, I'll put this one in here. Uh, here's here's yeah, Daniel are, Ricardo these are spectacular at, at the uh, and and here's the great thing about this. I looked. Uh, this was a photo from uh, November sixth of last year. Uh, so. Uh, Daniel did not uh, go to uh, Buffalo to go see Josh Allen play. Uh, that was at the Bills-Jets game at the Meadowlands. Wait, that's hilarious of him. Amazing. I love that for him. So I'm having a really sad thing happening right now, which is that obviously I'm in the midst of a frantic F1 conversion. And I'm watching Drive to Survive from the beginning. And I know that Daniel Ricciardo does not is not on the grid this year. And it is this heartbreaking experience for me of falling in love with him and catching up in real time to the fact that he's not driving this year. And I'm I'm like dreading it. <laughs> I love him. I wish I could watch him race right now. How how far are you in the Daniel Ricardo like arc in Drive to Survive right now? I'm in mid 2019. So like is that Renault? He's with Renault. Okay. And he's clearly made a horrible fucking decision. He, yeah, he is clearly mistakes have been made. Um, it, it is an emotional journey through, through the next season. Oh, I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm like already living it. You know, I'm like, I, I'm obviously, and then I obviously know what's going on right now where I, and, and I know he goes right. to McLaren. I know it's disastrous. Like I kind of know what's going to come. And I now know that he is Red Bull's third driver which is very interesting can you please enlighten me Britt on on like like okay so I'm getting the sense that people want them to put him in people want him people want Red Bull to put him in and people think it might happen because Max is their chosen boy and they don't want him challenged how real is that um you know What's the vibe now on this whole situation? Well, if if he gets a seat again, it wouldn't be at Red Bull. It would be at AlphaTauri. So it would be, I mean, it would be Nick DeVries' seat, realistically, because he just hasn't hasn't done great so far. 
Um, but I also well, kind of don't as, feel like it's going to happen. Zero. Right. I mean, not 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 coding himself, covering himself in glory. Um, but I also think realistically that like Red Bull didn't really sign Danny with the intention that he was going to drive. They signed him to be the PR pony. Like they know he's incredibly popular. They know he's game to go do whatever. <laughs> he'll go on late, like he'll go do late night TV up here. He'll do all the shit Max Verstappen would sooner chew glass than go do. That's yeah. perfect, because it's like how WWE stuck Paul Heyman with Roman Reigns, because Roman Reigns was just not a good promo. Like, it makes right. sense. Right. Max Verstappen is the least marketing-friendly person, possibly in professional sports. Like, talk about, like, yes, girl, give me nothing. Like, Okay. Just- okay. Let me quickly just mention Mike Trout really fast. True. Um, <laughs> true. Yeah. Like we have, by all accounts, the greatest baseball player ever. Right. And the only thing anyone can possibly drag out of him as a personality trait is that he likes weather. <laughs> right. So. So. Th- so. That's, okay. That's let me fair. Just, that's fair. Well, and first the of all, let me just. He also oh, likes the Eagles. Eagles. <laughs> right. He also likes the Eagles. Um, this is like a whole side thing that we really should just talk about another time when I feel more like talking about baseball. But it really gets me to have Mike Trout, who is just so fucking boring to me, on the same team as Shohei, who is just like a literal superhero in real life. Like it's it's like a painful right. comparison for Mike Trout to me. Right. Like uh, arguably the two best players in baseball, and one of them is a superhero boy band front man yes yes and the other other is mike trout Trout. yeah it's like uh, yeah yeah anyway okay Uh, that's that's all the baseball energy i have in me at the at this moment because it does make perfect sense like daniel ricardo is clearly so fucking funny and so fucking cute right and i already am like oh like anyway i just want to see him drive a car so bad but it's so clear that they're like making him do the cup challenge with Max Verstappen and Perez for no reason at all. Like because he's the only one who can say anything like actually funny <laughs> of the right. three of them. Right. And then Right. Even it, even when me- you combine both teams, like Yes. And then this leads me to a horrible, horrible feeling that I need to discuss and really confess on the podcast. Which is that I fucking love Max Verstappen. <laughs> and I know it's horrible. I know it's horrible. I know it's the worst opinion. I know it sucks. But he is so funny to me. He is so funny to me. And the fact that he is just like, 25 years old and all he can do is be the fastest person in the whole entire world. I love him and he and I love that he, and and every time I've said this to somebody they're like, "Yeah, like I respect him, but like he's so whiny on the team radio." And I'm like, "Of course, like that's part of the joy." <laughs> I, well, my thing with Max is I like there's a weird part of me that feels bad for him because 
uh, his family is such a fucking train wreck. Oh and my like, god, I've started to gather that. Like his family is has daddy neck. issues. Well, like his dad his dad's a, a literal fucking monster. Like his dad is awful. And like Max has not been able to distance himself and I don't even know if he wants to. Like that's sort of a separate question. But like Max is still very much kind of under his thumb despite the fact that he is wildly successful and like a grown-up and stuff. And so I do I feel for him in that regard because I do feel like there's a this is like armchair diagnosis clearly but there's like a manic like a frantic energy where i just feel like he does not know how to cope with even like mild failure and is like paralyzed by it which i mean it seems like not a great way to live no i i totally see that and i think what's fun to me about him um, not to make light of his trauma, but it is that. It's that thing where he's just like, I sent you that video, Brit, of him being like, I don't care about getting booed. To me, that's fine. Right. Like, I go home with a trophy and they can go home and have a nice night. Go fuck themselves, basically. And it's so he- funny. And I'm like, the thing right. is, the thing is, it would annoy me so much more if he weren't clearly so fucking good at it. Right. Right. It, it's sort of undeniable that he can back it up. So it's like, okay. Right. Yeah. Yes. A- and, and of course, you know, the flip side of this coin is Lewis Hamilton, who is so wise. Like, I, that is the other thing that has truly, like, shocked me as I've really started to, like, fall into this, is, like, Lewis Hamilton is like a spiritual master <laughs> and yeah. he is so like I respect him so deeply and that I like feel uncomfortable to say that I'm also just like he is so fucking sexy that is the most beautiful person <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire life he is so unbelievably beautiful and I respect him so deeply and I think he's like such a clearly good person who like has thought deeply about his position in the world and really has a sense of like integrity and authenticity that I respect so deeply. And he's a fashion fucking icon that I I like, I find it hard to take it all in. (laughs) All right. Let's, uh, let's continue this along similar lines. Uh, Iconic, authentic, uh, May 4th of this year, leading up to the Miami Grand Prix. This driver went to the Marlins game, uh, took a photo, post photo of himself. The main photo is him uh, following through on the release of a baseball. Uh, the caption is Kenny Powers with an American flag. And then uh, a further picture shows that he's wearing not a Marlins jersey, but a jersey that says Miami in the Marlins colors, um, but more of a Miami Vice font. And then above the word Miami is uh, the logo of his race car manufacturer. Um, He's also there uh, in some, he's given Jorge Soler a a jersey with uh, his race car number on it. I'm not sure what number Jorge Soler wears. I'm not, I don't think it is this number. 
Uh, okay, so they're currently wearing number... Well, I, I can't tell. Currently wearing number 12. Uh, yeah, that is not... He's been number 12 most of the places he's been. That is not this driver's number. So that is uh, interesting. Jorge Soler, no, the owner of a Pos. It, yep, yeah, that's that's not the actual Marlins jersey. He is the owner of a race car baseball jersey uh, with a race car driver's number and his name on it. Okay, that's crazy. Do you know who this is, Britt? I do not, but I'm going to guess Logan Sargent just by virtue of the sheer Florida manness of the whole experience. Is that right, Jesse? I'm sorry. This is Valtteri Bottas. Oh, my God. They said no. They said Terry Ter- Bottas to a fucking Marlins game. They, God they bless sure here's, here's the picture God in the chat. Fucking bless. Um, and a very confused-looking Jorge Soler at the end uh, of, of this photo thread uh, with his 77 not-Marlins jersey. Uh, that is fucking incredible. This jersey's better this than is, the actual Marlins jerseys, too. It, it, they're pretty it's good. Exactly they're pretty good. What I was going to say is this is an incredible jersey. Like, this is fantastic. And here's the other thing. Terry Bodas, so fucking hot. <laughs> I'll say it. He, he is. Absolutely. He's an incredible human on so many levels, and I just I can't. Like, there, I, have, I have nothing to say. Like, Terry Bodas would not be hot if that was an act. Right, exactly. You know? Exactly. He's just out there, Terry Bodas would get up. I love it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's, it's perfect. What? No, no. Let's... Uh... <laughs> Let, let's stay with that theme of uh, of Miami Jersey. Although this was not related to the Miami Grand Prix, this was a New Year's Eve post, uh, December thirty first, twenty twenty two. This driver posted simply uh, himself in a uh, Miami Dolphins jersey. Uh, it says "Happy New Year" and uh, two exclamation points and a picture of a Christmas tree for for. Some reason, a Christmas. Okay, I feel like that—that that was Logan Sargent. Because I cannot think of anyone else who would be wearing a Dolphins jersey like on purpose. Yeah, I have no better guess. Uh, I am sorry to to tell you that it is not Logan Sargent. Uh, it is it's Yuki <laughs> Sonoda wearing a number twenty-two <laughs> Dolphins jersey <laughs> to close out twenty twenty-two. Who's 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 twenty two for the Dolphins? I I think that might be a jersey that Yuki Tsunoda received at some point because he is, is he twenty two twenty two yeah okay so the only thing I can well, think is that he probably got it as a gift like at the last like at last year's Miami Grand Prix which still just does beg the question like why. Why are you wearing this on New Year's, Yuki? He just—he is a, maybe, a land of contrast. Maybe he feels like Miami is the like like the the energy of Miami is the energy of New Year's. I mean, that's fair. That's, I feel like that'd be an accurate read on on a number of levels. 
can I just read you guys the the com the like top comment that I can see on Instagram when I click on this post? Oh, please, please do. Okay, so the the account is called Psychic underscore Lillian underscore Williams. So already amazing. Already. I see glory and blessings in you, and you are destined for greatness directly from birth. I have an important message for you, but I will need your honest permission to proceed because your ancestors have been trying to reach you by revealing some signs to you, maybe through your dreams or the repeated numbers that you normally see, 222, 444, 1115, around your environment. So kindly reply to me with your right-hand palm picture once you get this message. If you want to know the message that I have for you, namaste, sparkle emoji, prayer emoji. <laughs> okay, wow. me? No wow. Words. Wow. <laughs> That's literally like me getting into F1. I'm like, okay, please message me your right hand <laughs> so I can do a full palm reading. I have a message from your ancestors. <laughs> please oh call me. God. Incredible. All right. We can uh, continue this game staying with uh, Miami sports theme. Um, in this case, not uh, any, uh, again, not a real jersey, but the caption of this four picture set is Miami Heat, and it is this driver uh, wearing a sleeveless shirt. Playing, he's got in the main picture. He's holding a basketball. Then he's uh, it looks like he's trying to balance the basketball on one finger. In the next photo, then he's mixing it up with some fans. And then he is uh, sitting in a, a seat, a uh, folding chair on some kind of a stage, um, in big pink kind of hammer pants, cargo pants sort of situation, uh, with his uh, white basketball jersey, um. Bouncing a basketball between his legs. Um, and his caption here is Miami Heat and a, uh, a the, the sweaty, thirsty emoji and hashtag IWC Miami. Was this from last year? This photo is from May 3rd of this year. So this was, again, in oh, the round the, the lead up to this year's Miami Grand Prix. Can we get a hint? Um, I'm trying to think of a hint that will make this, uh, not, all right. So, uh, here are some of the, 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 uh, comments that I can view here. Looking good in Miami, uh, hard eyes, fire, clapping hands. Yes, sir. Six fire emojis. A green heart, two fire emojis, uh, five fire emojis, and four clapping hand emojis. <laughs> I don't know why I feel like this is Carlos Sanz. Right? How are you feeling about that? Uh, uh, one I'm says, gonna... "Are you a famous basketball player?" Heart a face emoji. I'm gonna go with Lewis Hamilton based purely on the description of the pants. That is correct. Wow. Okay. Honestly, wow. That's so good. That's fair. That's way fair. I mean, mostly who else would wear pink pants? Like, some of them would wear, like, salmon chinos, but, like, actually pink pants? Come on. You're right. It's yeah. only Lewis that's, that, you know, that is, A, that brave, and honestly, probably the only one who could pull it off. 
Oh, yeah, no question. No question. Uh, I need to get back to that photo so that I can share these pants with you, and then we can move on to the uh, to the next driver in our little game here. There's Lewis in his big pants. See that uh, as you go. And uh, next, next we have. I could not find anything really in this driver's um, on this driver's grid. Uh, but he does appear in a sponsored post. Um, like it's for, uh, it appears to be for a, um, telecom company in this driver's home country with members of that country's national soccer team. Um, I cannot read the, uh, the actual language here. Uh, but the first comment that I see is asking, why does this have 33 million likes? <laughs> um, oh, okay. God. I, I, I'm going to go Sergio Perez. Yeah, I stand with that. Because I want to say that the guy who like sponsors him owns a telecom company. Not a bad guess, but it, and right country, but it's, uh, it's Fernando Alonso. Interesting. Very strange ad. So there's, there's. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's confusing on several levels, but that's fair. Okay, another. Oh, go ahead, Jesse. Yeah, go ahead. I I was just going to move on from Fernando Alonso. So if you had well, I I feel that we should. I feel that we should not just move on from Fernando Alonso. We deserve. He deserves a a moment of consideration from us. I feel. So another funny thing happening is that in my drive to survive experience, Fernando Alonso has retired and disappeared. <laughs> and it is extremely right. fun. It is extremely fun to me to know that he is the only person giving the Red Bulls a run for their money in like a fucking amazing car. Just like absolutely living his best life. Um, I think it's so funny that there were rumors that he was dating Taylor Swift. I wouldn't have believed that for a second as a true Swifty myself. Um, Shame, but I saw but I something today. I, right, but I do right, but I do love the energy of it. It's 100% true. And now I can't remember which driver cracked this joke today, but maybe it was Ricardo um <laughs> said that uh Taylor Swift would date Charles Leclerc, not Fernando Alonso. And I was like, that that man is a Swifty. Who said that? Let me find it. Yeah, that is that is correct. Well, well played, whoever said that. Yeah, I I was disappointed that Fernando Alonso's uh, Instagram didn't have more to offer away from I the think, track. I think he's just old enough that he's not terminally online like some of them. Yeah, I think. Okay, so first of all, it was Ricardo, and of course, he was right about that. Oh, um, of course, good job, Danny. I. I could also see her dating sense of like I could see that being like she would just a, a sexy Ferrari boy is definitely the vibe more yeah, than like Fernando Alonso. Um, but I I appreciate his energy and I would like to hear more from you, Britt, about his red flags and what a toxic person he is. Uh, he he is a messy bitch. Like just no, it's just like a nightmare 
top to bottom. But like we were, like we were saying earlier, like he's he's so charming, weirdly, that you're like, I'm seeing this like running of the bulls level collection of red flags. And yet I'm not walking away. Like I'm still I'm still paying attention. Um it's just just he, the thing is, is that he is sort of the perfect heel and that he knows that he's sort of the villain and he just totally leans into it and is like fine with it. I clearly yeah. that's the energy I'm liking in my F1 drivers, you know? Well, I mean, uh... I respect that a lot more than the one than the type who like are clearly the villain, but don't want to admit it. So like then they get all aggrieved that people don't like them. Yeah. And clearly the car is good. Like he's having a great year. He's really like out there driving and and it's kind of fun to see. Uh, all right, I'm trying I'm trying to find a way to play into that with the, with the next driver and I can't. Uh so I will go with this there's a twofer here. Uh mm. these two these two go together sort of. Um First one is uh, a driver who went to Italy uh, at Allianz Arena Juventus in Turin. First live game, check mark. These Juventus guys are pretty good at this football thing. Thanks for inviting me and showing me around. And there's a picture of him uh, looking uh, absolutely tiny next to Paul Pogba, uh, the soccer player who is rather large. And uh, the first comment that I see here is, I'm a little jealous, NGL, from uh, this driver, whose uh, selected photo by me was a shirtless picture of him saying, jumping into the summer break. (laughs) And he is then in the second picture uh, doing a backflip into some uh, pristine, uh, amazing-looking, like... I feel like I saw this picture, and I don't remember who it was. Uh, in his uh, red, orange, reddish I orange like, trunks. I feel like the Italy of it all makes me think this is a Ferrari. Is this Carlos? Yeah, I did, I, 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 that would be my guess, because I do have vague recollections of this post. I think we're wrong. I will say this. There is also a shirtless... Um, I'll give you shirtless Carlos here in the chat. Um, his Hell yeah. Innocuous. Thank, uh, thank Portugal, you. Portugal weekend dump is the caption on Carlos. Oh uh, yeah. Carlos is neither of the drivers in, in these photos, though. Oh my god, he's like stretching in this. Lord. <laughs> yeah. They're, he's... they're ridiculous. That is such that is like the most hilarious. The most hilarious <laughs> first picture the in the double. Doesn't, <laughs> really, doesn't even really like pretend to hide it. Like, yeah. Okay. Oh so my the, god. The jumping into the summer break. Was that Lando, Nora? Ooh. No. Uh, uh, the the jumping into summer break um i think of this guy as similar to to lando uh in some ways it's uh this is pierre who commented on the 
de velho. Yeah, 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 ghastly. I knew I had seen it. And uh, and our Italian world traveler. Uh, sorry for throwing a curveball here, but it I I went back to Yuki because he's awesome Yuki. and he's everywhere. Okay. Okay. I think we talked about this when we did Yuki's birth chart, but I saw the clip of him the other day where they're like asking everyone, like, what's your dream in life? What's your goal? And everyone's like, I'm going to win a world championship. I'm going to win. A- I, I want to be the champion. And they get to Yuki and he's like, I want to open my own restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> he's, he's incredible. He's incredible. That's perfect. All right. We have uh, two of these left in, in our game. Uh, this one I think uh, I think you guys will get. This is from 84 weeks ago. I had to go deep back into this driver's uh, archive. Uh, it is a picture of his back. He is running on a dirt path uh, somewhere in Europe. It appears on a coastline of some sort, uh, perhaps because there's bushes next to him. But there's yeah, there's water in the background there. Yeah, zoomed out. Yeah, there's there's definitely water there. Uh, caption. No days off. Flex emoji. Party emoji. Uh, face with a party blower emoji. What? Uh, I I give us a hint. That is like the most generic athlete. Yeah, that could be literally any of them. I feel ever. like. I will. I will give you the hint. Uh, that this post was on his birthday, hence the emoji of the person wearing the party hat and blowing the party blower. I know we did our whole uh, astrology episode, and I do not yeah, remember um, when almost anyone's birthday. <laughs> but I can't remember. I also can't remember. I, I, like, w- what month was this posted? This is September 30th, 2021. Who was a Virgo? I don't remember. Uh, Some some of. (laughs) Is it Max? It's Max! (laughs) Cut out white, red, generic baby boy, a little free. (laughs) Right. Give me nothing. No days off. Workout on my birthday post. There's also some uh, pictures of him sitting on his... Uh, I guess the first picture is actually him uh, sitting there doing the most boring black t-shirt, gray workout shorts, boring sneakers. I bet it's so sexy. In a Dutch apartment, uh, something <laughs> is... Ha- like, n- makes no sense that, like, yeah, he's just... Uh, what the fuck no is off. this? What the fuck is this? Like, it's like, I, oh my God, there's so many pictures of him, like, doing the most boring workout. This is so fucking dumb. Okay, so let's just also- The quality of pictures involved is amazing. It's amazing. It's incredible. Okay, so I'm digging back out something that we were looking at earlier today. Um, Where is it? It was that ad- that they did where he looked really hot and I was really annoyed. Oh, here it is. Yeah. The okay. Like, designer Formula One gear. Yes. It's so annoying. Okay. First pick is uh, Perez looking fine. I don't know. He just, he does nothing for me. Um, 
the second pick is like Max Verstappen looking unbelievably handsome. And I feel uncomfortable. I feel angry. I think that his beard length looks great. I think his eyebrows look amazing. I think his eyes are so beautiful. I think the sweater looks incredible on him. And I just feel horrible feeling all these things. <laughs> okay, I'm I am I'm commenter EF underscore XN 150. Is it me or does Max look really good with that hairstyle? <laughs> Uh. Wait, Jesse, I see you talking, but I think you're muted. <laughs> so you have to start over whatever you were saying. Ah, uh, speaking of, of looking real good, we have one more of these photos uh, to get through. Uh, this is also back a ways, uh, almost two years ago now. Uh, only two weeks left before getting back behind a different kind of steering wheel. Blue heart. Uh, and it's a picture of this driver uh, at the wheel of what I'm imagining is a rather sizable um, watercraft. As he is uh, shirtless in, again, it appears to be a Mediterranean sort of setting. These these gents love to be shirtless in a sort of Mediterranean setting. It, yeah, it is. It is one of their preferred content methods. Yeah, yeah. God, who would that have been? Can we have a hint? Uh, it's somebody you've already seen. It's somebody we've already seen. Is it Charles? Yes, it is. <laughs> Yeah, like really. Shirtless in the Mediterranean. Oh my god, I'm gonna wrap up this game with shirtless Charles for you. Come on. Oh, oh my oh. god, he looks so wait, oh my god, you didn't mention the bandana in the, the hair. Bit. He looks okay, yeah. So the hair. Okay, well I'm I'm Constanza.mtc. <laughs> I'm dying. I was, I was just gonna point that out. I'm oh, dying. God. <laughs> Uh, so I I obviously okay so something I have also gathered is that it's very new F1 fan of me to be like I'm a Ferrari fan eee, they're so cute um, but I love it because it feels so right to me and I was hanging out with my parents this weekend they were here to see the Mets <laughs> womp womp and um, my little sister texted my dad she's 17 she said I'm becoming a Ferrari fan because their drivers are so hot this year. And I was like, done, converted. She's in. We got her. <laughs> Fantastic work, everyone. I mean, I think it is it is very like new fan, probably, but I also um it's not a front runner thing though, because it is signing yourself up for like pretty significant emotional trauma. Uh, yeah, that's part so, of what like, feels really right you know. to me about it. That's right. actually no, part absolutely. of what was right to me about it. Yeah, and I, I do think, feel like that's no. Go ahead. I say I think on some. I think like Mercedes is almost more, or Mercedes or Red Bull is almost more of the obvious. Like, 
oh, I just showed up. Who am I going to root for? Like, okay. Yeah. Well, and that's why I, I, that's really, I think, where my feeling of being like, ugh, like I hate have like kind of liking Max Verstappen in this perverse way. Like, obviously, it comes from this feeling of being like, literally no one other than Red Bull has won a race this year. Like, I'm just not, like, that's not fun to me. Like, I don't want to support that kind of behavior. Um, right. It's boring. It's boring. It's boring. And I just, like, I want to see, I want to see, like, somebody. Okay, Britt, here's a question. Who would your money be on? And, Jesse, you you answer this as well if you if you have a take. Who would your money be on for, like, the most likely random fucking upset this year? Like, which driver or which race? Which driver? Or which race if you think that there's going to be one? I'll let you think on that because I'll give my very uninformed take on this. I don't know enough about the races at all to say any of this. But I will say that my pick for like a weird upset would be Ferrari because they fucking have the yeah. car when everything goes right. It's just a matter of needing everything to go right just one fucking time ever. And um I can say that as a Sunderland fan, I saw that happen um two weeks ago or like last week when they got the they they got the win, they got Millwall to lose on on the day after the the queen the the queen's coronation the king's coronation all the coronation of all those dumbasses um like they got everything to go their way to make it into the playoffs and then they took a 2-0 lead or, or a 2-1 lead after the first leg of the playoffs and they went out today uh, at Luton town and shit the bed so they won't be going to Wembley um which is it's like you're so proud of them for like how like they they we're just promoted last season. They won the playoffs in the league below last season to get to the championship. Um, so they finished sixth with a miracle and like had the lead after the playoffs and, and the Knicks too. Like the Knicks were in the second round of the playoffs. I think like you get these things to happen and then yes, you're still set up to um, your usual punch yourself in the whatever uh, very sensitive reproductive glands you have uh, sort of situation. Um, that to me, that says Ferrari. Like you'll get your one yeah. and it will still be <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. mindless. Like you'll be so happy for that one moment and, yeah. and then just back to mindless frustration. I can't wait till some med hits for the fucking cycle this year. And that's the yeah, one that's exactly that what have. I was going to say. And here we right. are back to the Mets. When yeah. Drew Smith came out, here's the one thing I will say. When they fucking brought Drew Smith out for a <laughs> one out first career save with me in the stands, I lost my goddamn mind. I went Aww. crazy out there. It was so exciting for me i'm like you know i'm like there's so many mets fans around me i'm like a lot in the like third baseline area and i'm like this is what's going on <laughs> and that's gonna be me david charles leclerc comes in third <laughs> that, that is amazing that is amazing i i will say uh that when you get to last season strive to survive so the the one that came out this spring. Um, 
it is it is a, a satisfying and yet agonizing emotional journey for Ferrari. So, God, oh, I can't wait. Um, oh, I'm so excited. My, see, my thing with Ferrari, right? Is so all Charles Leclerc wants in life, <laughs> short of winning a championship, is to win the fucking Monaco Grand Prix in a Ferrari. Like he right. would sell a kidney for that. And he has been on pole multiple times and cannot oh, win that fucking buddy. race. And I feel like this is the year. And it is precisely <sighs> because it will not fucking matter at all because the season is shit otherwise. So, of course, this will be the time that he manages to win that race. And it will probably be the only race. <laughs> and it will oh be my entirely God. because... That rate overtakes are so, so, so hard in Monaco that if you qualify well, which he does, you're probably, you've got a very, very good chance of being fine. And he's just had, he's had mechanical failure after mechanical failure, just like stupid shit the past handful of years. Wow. I'm, I, I'm sold. I've got my hopes right on up. And I will say, I have seen that it's supposed to be rainy in Rome, which I feel like that could cause some chaos this weekend. Well, it's and that's assuming that they even get the race up because it Uh-oh, is. Oh, I'm gonna freak the fuck out if they don't race this weekend. Oh my well, god! They already they evacuated the paddock today because of flooding and stuff. Like the weather's really, really, really terrible. No, it's that bad. It's really bad. So oh, this it, I can't. I've been uh, last week was agony for me to I get know. into it on the one week. There's a fucking off week. I like it's killing me. <laughs> I mean, and that is that is the thing with the Formula One schedule is there's so many off weeks because the travel, the travel is so significant a lot of the time, and there's so many repairs that need to be done potentially between races and stuff that like yeah you've got there's a lot of off days in there which is uh, a blessing and a curse. So what happens if they don't get the race in? They, I mean, they just skip it. It's not. Damn. It, because it's only because like everybody races at the same time you don't run into the same right. thing you do with other sports where it's like ah shit right. one team played fewer games than the other or whatever and it gets all fucked up you just yeah whatever like they'll obviously oh, they'll, wow. they'll, they'll do whatever why, they can to get it in but why don't they do it the next day well I mean the weather's supposed to be terrible like all weekend so like they have but the, the FIA also has very specific rules about like when the race has to start and how many hours between this and that. So it gets very pushing it at all. gets also gets very dicey. That's fascinating. I, I always love it when there's like a Monday afternoon NASCAR rain out makeup. Like, I feel like that's, I know F1 isn't like really in the position where like, we need to grow the sport. They're fucking F1. But they are. Like, they're still out here marketing and stuff. And, like, you know. And they're doing it your, well. Uh, yeah. Get get your thing on, like, uh, at a different different time, different window. Get that weekday crowd. Uh, not everybody's well, but, into it on, on the weekend. The hardest, the hardest part with Formula One is that the travel is so complicated. Yeah. That 
Like it just gets, the logistics are so wildly complicated that they just make it that much harder on themselves to try and like come up with any sort of creative solutions for stuff like that because you're talking about like, because they build an entire city essentially for every race, like getting that packed up and moved to the next location. And this is a back-to-back week. So they have to be in Monaco Mm. or weekend after next. This, this to me, sounds like them problems because Rome and Monaco are not that far apart, and uh, I'm not involved in the municipal planning of uh, either of those cities. I, it really is. Uh, like, I I need a race so bad. I'm, I'm feeling insane. Like, I need – I'm so excited to just go, like, full weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday – all I do is watch cars go really fast. Um, I really hope they race. I hope it's safe. I, la, 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 la. But wow, I really hope they race. They have I rain mean, tires. Let's go. Yeah. Like, I mean, Let's they, race can, they can race in rain. And and they do relatively frequently. It's really just a question of how that, like, if it floods. Because mm-hmm. I don't know, this, like, that they can't really get around. But yeah, I mean, they've got wet tires. Like, they, they, they've raced in the rain before. They also, the Did weird thing is, they, they may also be more sensitive to that now than they used to be, because last year in Japan, um, the rain was so, so, so bad, and they tried to, um, they tried to get the race in anyway, and like, the drivers ended up the driver's union ended up complaining about it because it, they just didn't think it was safe. And Pierre Gasly almost Wait. ran into the back of his uh, tractor. And like, it was just, it was bad. They have their, their union. Yes. Oh my God. So <laughs> they, so the driver's association, which is actually a very sad story. The driver's association. Oh no. Founded um, because people used to die a lot during formula right. races. Um, right. after, after Ayrton Senna died um, many years ago now, because I feel old, um, that was a big part in them wanting to have a driver's association and have more um, have more say in that, because um, you could pretty arguably say that that was a preventable death, because somebody else, there had been another incident at that same track previously and they had gone to the stores and said like look we don't feel like this is safe and the stores basically told them to fuck off um and then one of the best drivers in the sport crashed and died so but yes there there is a driver's association they do um get into it with the fia and formula one is an entity fairly often oh my god well first of all that's heartbreaking but second of all this is just a whole new layer. My union <laughs> brethren. <laughs> oh my god. Me me like finally running into a Ferrari driver in the world. Like that's a thing that happens. And I'm like, hello, comrade. <laughs> right, right. Like <laughs> Charles Leclerc being shirtless is praxis. I think we can all agree <laughs> on that. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. And he, and then, he, so here's the thing. Here is the ultimate thing to tie this entire conversation together. The Mets are literally giving me 
nothing. Like there isn't <laughs> even funny content. Like there's not even like – then that's being a little bit silly. It's like, no, four-hour rain out with no information to the fans. Like nothing. Whereas you know Ferrari – giving you something? Ferrari is giving me – so much. Like, I'm like, what engine failure? Like, all I see is Charles right, right. Like, getting into an ice bath. Like, and and it's from the Ferrari right. account. Like, this is not like oh. Charles Leclerc on Instagram story. Like, this is no. the verified Ferrari Instagram being like, ooh, look at him getting in an ice bath. <laughs> Their social team does not sleep and knows exactly uh, what the people want and I love them. I love them. I love them. I will say that on the Mets account, uh, Mark Hanna is at least continuing to give us delightful content. If you have not watched the latest episode of him taking Mets on dinner dates, delightful. Strongly recommend. Wow, I I actually haven't. I will. He went and had breakfast uh, with Daniel Vogelbach, and it was adorable. Oh, I think I saw clips of that on Twitter. Because it's, it was it's the really whole thing cute. Is worth watching. It's super cute, um, and includes Mark Canna making a joke about the fact that he's wearing the same sweater he wore the time before, and that yes, he owns more than one sweater. Wow, I feel like if we put our hearts into it, Mark Canna would come on our podcast. I, I mean, look, I think he uh, would. I, I, I feel like it is it is an achievable dream for us. Yeah. I, I feel like it's so. that sweet spot of aspirational, but also possible. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, if I'm like, hey, guess who we're going to get on the pod? Charles Leclerc. Like, that's never happening. That's right. never going to happen. Right. And I know right. that. Mark Anna. I will say of, of Charles Leclerc, um, on that Yankee Stadium photo, um, one of the comments was from Billy Baldwin saying, um, let me know next time you're you're in New York and I'll go to a game with you. Um, Wait, Billy, Billy, like, Baldwin, Billy Baldwin. That's Baldwin. really weird. And then I click on Billy Baldwin's profile and Charles Leclerc follows him. The fuck? Billy Baldwin. I, I'm sorry. I need, I need, I need a, a deep dive in into the how actor? the fuck that came to be. Laura Little Baldwin. Fuck? Not yeah, not even Alex, not even the good bald one. I mean, that's for various insane. Uh, that is I, so weird. He is a man of many mysteries. I discovered yeah. he plays the piano. I discovered he plays the piano beautifully. I mean, uh, well, uh, the Mets don't. I I haven't seen a Met play a concerto. <laughs> Let's work on that. That's D.D. Gregorius could play the. Uh, what do you play the piano? D.D. does play the piano. Yeah, it. he does. And I believe he is currently without a team because he's uh, uh, washed. Um, which <laughs> yeah, that, I, I believe that's a technical term. term. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so is the uh, the Mets rotation. Yeah, I mean, like, the Mets wound up losing tonight's game 8-5. to five. Like, that's such a fucking boring score to lose. Like, Brett Beatty yeah. hit a home run. You can feel sort of okay. Yeah. I get it. They're 20-23. and 23. They played, like, a quarter of the season kind of meh. Um, so, I mean, yeah. Give me Ferrari with 
dramatic fucking flame outs in Hot Boys. A hundred percent. A hundred thousand million percent. And I mean, for, and Ferrari is the rebound relationship that sports that way, I think. Like, yes. Oh, and, and it's really great because one thing I've really discovered about F1 is it's a fucking content goldmine. Like, oh my God, yeah. It's unreal. Just like the level of we haven't even talked about George Russell and his offensively hot girlfriend. Like we didn't even like oh we my didn't God. even offensively touch hot. on it. And yeah. and he as a he just like as a character, I haven't really like fallen in love with, gotten to see that much of yet. I'm obviously only in 2019, but he clearly seems like a fucking little bitch, and I love it. He he is the most British man possibly on earth. And I'm not sure whether I mean that as a compliment or an insult. Probably both. I I okay, so all of them being like so pissed about the like LL Cool J entrances in Miami was really funny of them. That was so fucking funny. And the best yeah. comment of all is George Russell being like I guess that's how they do it in America, but I didn't like it. <laughs> God, he is—he is such a little bitch. Again, like I—I I like him a lot, but he is definitely. That's—they're kind of all like that, though. Is the thing like they're all just so fucking European. Like even the ones who aren't kind of like a, acquire that attitude for being around the rest of them. No, I think that um, makes perfect sense, and and it's. Frankly, it's refreshing. I'm tired of American athletes. They're they're not serving. They are not slaying. No, because the thing is, is that uh, Formula One has the potential to be very like Real Housewives of Monaco. Like, yeah, it is so fucking messy, and they are such bitches to each other. Um, that like from I feel like the the Christian Horner and Toto Wolf. Uh, oh, fantastic rivalry, whatever you want to call it. Just it is the fact that that's happening at the top. It's just like the perfect uh, exemplar of how the sport functions. That they're just all like catty bitches all the time. Um, and I just have vivid memories of in one of the early seasons of Drive to Survive, like the first or second season. Um, Pierre Gasly makes the comment about how like you can't have friends on the grid, and that Charles is like his only actual friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody else is like so hyper competitive that they will shake you in the kidney the second they have the opportunity. Yeah. No, I, I, well, and I, so that was the thing about, that I, that, like, kept me from Drive to Survive is I was like, I don't really need like a, like a, like a documentary, you know? Like, I don't need just like a, right. a, a show, ex- like, showing me F1 over the years. And then I discovered that's not what it is at all. It's <laughs> no. fucking Real Housewives. It's fucking yeah. Bravo television. Yes, it is, it is absolutely Bravo as a sport. It's fucking incredible. It's amazing. And the thing is, so I feel like athletes in the U.S. have all been really – had it like conditioned and trained out of them to never say anything interesting basically. And I'm obviously generalizing here. Certainly some of them – no, that's a lot to say true. and say it well, but like, oh yeah, I mean, they get it media trained out of them immediately. They get it absolutely media trained out of them. Like, you never say the, anything good. 
the European sports culture is extremely different and way more honest. And it's like, it's, it it is very, like, I, I love seeing them truly have these like human reactions and be real about it. Like, right. They clearly are so fucking invested in winning these races, and I love it. And then one of those like there, there's some. I'm I'm looking forward to the implosion of Renault, which is obviously coming because I know oh, yeah. that they don't have a car out there, <laughs> you know, anymore. And I'm just seeing it fall apart. But whoever their like team principal was really got a good burn on the Red Bull on Horner when he was like, "Now you have no driver and no engine." <laughs> And I was just like, you are oh, so yes. mean. It's so good. That, uh, that was Cyril. And Cyril is one of my favorite people. And I miss him terribly. He's amazing. He's amazing. Like, he just, the way that those, like, racing principles just, like, fucking beef with each other is so beautiful. Um, and I'm I'm so excited for you to see the... Um, the chaos of the uh, Zach Brown, McLaren, Atmos, Sassbar, Alpine debacle. I can't wait. I can't wait. I, I, wait, that's another one that I know is coming. Oh, it's so good. It is. It, it was hysterical, like in real time with Oscar Piastri just going on the internet and being like, I didn't, I'm not driving for them. I don't know where the fuck they got that from. Um <laughs> But then the, the the behind the scenes of Zach Brown and Almar Sasa are like just absolutely backbiting at each other and like threatening to sue each other and just like complete insanity in Drive to Survive was impeccable. Like just Oh, I'm so excited. The best content. I'm so excited. Oh. I cannot because- wait to get to that and do another episode of this, but you were were you gonna say something else before? Yeah, I, I was just gonna I was just gonna say that, that I was just gonna say that other sports like you don't get managers publicly beefing like that in baseball. Yes. Um and it's amazing. Like I need more managers involved in actively hating other managers. Not even teams. I, I want like Aaron Boone to decide that he really like has a problem with I don't know. Whoever. It doesn't even if, matter who it is well, at this point. Told the Blue Jays, and Aaron Judge came close. Aaron Judge was like, "I have some choice words." Yeah, um, yeah, that whole side thing. Aaron Boone should have been like, "Those guys can go fuck themselves." Right, if you really right. want, if if you really have a problem with it, have a problem with it. But also, what was I? What was I supposedly telling him? Watch for the fucking ball right down the middle of the plate that you can hit four hundred fifty feet because that's what he did. He should have right. been on the screenshot and been like, "Yeah, I needed to show. I needed to tell Aaron Judge to right. hit this fucking ball." Right. He should. He should have told John Schneider to go eat a dick and like don't throw fucking meatballs to a dude who hit sixty-two home runs last year. Like, come on. And you All know right, what? So- I would have celebrated the fuck out of that. Like, I absolutely – when they make them do the press conferences and they, like, sit right next to each other and Horner's like, the Renault engine has failed us time and again and we're ready to move on to a partner who understands that we right. are ready to win. And he's sitting right next to him. Like, it is – I mean, literally, Buck Walter could never. 
And the fact that they like just arbitrarily mix people up for those media appearances every race week. It's so good. They, it's they so manufacture good. so much drama that way. They know exactly so what they're doing. And the way they make them like stand outside of it, like awkwardly before they walk in and so they have to like face each other like it's literally a bravo setup it's amazing i love them so much it's actually a reality show confessional every week it's amazing and we will watch what happens love you (laughs)